Welcome back to another episode, episode 23. 23, like Brian Fellows, no Brian Bellows. NHL, David Beckham, Devin, don't kick it to Hester. Elbow guard, Ronald Tess, sorry, James Harden. Um, the great one, Michael Jordan, and of course, oh yes, LeBron James, 2-3-23. Mike Kyle, if you're listening, it's for you. Also, I'd like to congratulate my man's LeBron for reaching 30,000 points last week, the youngest wow. player to do that, wow. and an elite club. Wow. You know, up there with, you know, Dirk, who's still playing right now. And, of course, Kobe and uh, Jordan. Wow, And, of course, Carl Malone and uh, he's everybody still else. He's, he's, he's still going. Yeah. Welcome back to. back to another episode of the JRO Podcast. As you can see, it is episode 23, and Roe is off his freaking leash. I mean, it's 23, you know, LeBron, man. My man, Brown, Brown, like I said in the intro, Mike Kyle, if you listening. Crazy man, but yo man, it's been a crazy sports past two weeks. There's a lot of stuff been going on between the NBA, the NFL, Super Bowls coming up this week. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. So it's been an interesting week in sports, or the past two weeks in sports, as far as the Super Bowl coming up this week. And also all the trades that's been going on in the NBA, but it wasn't really a lot of trades. It's just been one trade in particular. But it's been a crazy sports week, bro. How you feeling about the stuff that's been going on, bro? Hey, man, it's and call me off guard to tell you the truth. I wasn't expecting the trade in the NBA to happen, but uh, I like the uh, before that. I like the picks that the um the All Star picks for the All Star game. That was that was also interesting as well. So we can just jump right into that and then just go straight to the NBA and then, you know, finish off with that uh, Super Bowl preview. All right. So, yeah. So let's jump into the NBA All-Star teams. So this year, they changed the format. They um, they adopted the format from the MLS. Not MLS. Ooh, I'm having a brain fart. From NHL. The NHL All-Star game, they, they have like a pool of all the All-Stars and they have two team captains. That um that pick from the 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 reserves and the starters. So with the with the NBA, it was Team LeBron versus Team Steph Curry for the All Star game, and of course there was controversy with that. Some of the fact that it wasn't televised, and I felt like that was low key a slap in the face to the fans because this is the first year you're implementing this, and this is something that the fans should definitely be a part of. Like it's 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 crazy. So one thing I, I can say, like they always call LeBron the GM. Yo, he's a pretty good GM. Cause I don't know I don't know what Steph Curry was looking at when um when he was picking his teams. Yo, LeBron's team was stacked. You feel me? That's that, I, I couldn't believe that either. I was like, out of everything that just went on right now, and this is the, uh, you see the teams, and it was like really. Yep. It's like yep. that's that's just that's your squad of everybody you could pick. You couldn't pick anybody from LeBron's side. You just, you just that's the team that you picked up. And I was like, no, no disrespect to Demar Derozan. He's right now he's the two point he's a two point guy. You know what I'm saying? He's taking a book from he's taking a page from MJ's book because you know it's MJ's bread and butter was a two point mid range in the in the layups and the, you know in the paint. But it's like besides Steph and Derozan, it's like compared to LeBron's team, it's like. What was you? What was you doing, Steph? Like you had a little bit too much wine, or you was thinking about too much feet? Like what was going on over there? It's crazy, man. And guess what? John Wall is injured. He's out for six to eight weeks. So that's another player yeah. that has to be replaced because we already had Demarcus Cousins. Yo, Boogie, I hope you you know you come back 
was stronger than ever next season. But Boogie has a um a torn a torn um Wow. Ace Achilles. Tort Achilles. Y'all having brain farts today. I don't know what's going on, man. I think I'm flustered by the twenty three. I don't know what's going on, man. Maybe episode twenty four. I'll be I'll be back on my um, bully, but I, I, I well. I mean, I think I think I got a, I got a trip planned for next week, so episode twenty four won't, won't be here. But of course, as you can hear, my voice like I'm a little bit under the weather. Like you know, I'm kind of sick. My nose, like, you know, I sound real congested. So just bear with me. So, oh uh, yeah. So, uh, Demarcus Cousins tore his uh, Achilles. And unfortunately, he won't be playing in the All-Star game. And unfortunately, he won't be completing the season because he's out for the year. And of course, his replacement was Paul George. So now another All-Star on Team LeBron, John Wall, he's out. Who Like, I think, my opinion, if John Wall is out, you got to put in my boy Lou Will. Lou Will? I feel like... He wasn't he like a... Uh... He's averaging twenty something points this year, man. He deserves it, man. Like he, th- th- this coming off the, the bench as well, isn't he? Huh? Isn't he doing that coming off the bench? Um, I think uh, is he starting for LA right now? Honestly, I don't watch Clippers games. I tell you that. And with Blake Griffin getting tra- uh, getting traded, <laughs> I most definitely won't be watching any Clippers games. <laughs> so I, honestly, I don't know if he starts. I, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't know because I don't watch. I don't watch. I don't watch the Clippers. I really don't. Like, w- once they got rid of CP3, Lob City was dead. Now Blake Griffin is gone. Lob City is gone. It's buried. Like, you can throw in the hatchet. DeAndre is the last piece. And he's probably getting moved during the trade deadline, too. Because, yeah, he's – that's what I was about to say, too. Like, now you, you lose you lose Chris Paul early in the – you lose before the season starts, then you lose Blake Griffin. Now you're really banking on DeAndre Jordan to be your, your bread and butter – and it's like Daniel Jordan, he he definitely needs people to set him up because he, like how Hassan Whiteside, he doesn't really have the offensive set like that that you would that you would expect him to have as a big man to be at the basket. And it's like putting all your eggs in one basket with DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, it's either what's what's going to come to happen. Like Doc's probably going to have his foot out the door, and that's that coach is going to change. Not that coach, the whole team is going to look for a change pretty much. And they might revert back to the, the the Clippers of the old. So, all the Clippers fans right now, your glory days or whatever your hopes and dreams that going to the championship is going to have to be pushed put on the back burner because the team is is dismantling right now. So now I have a question. What What's about question? a few years ago when he literally locked himself inside the room while Mark Cuban was trying to finalize that deal? Mm-hmm. Do you think he re- you think he regrets staying with LA now? Because yeah, Dallas is not you know where they need to be. Like they're you know they're, they're playing really bad. But if DeAndre is on that Dallas team, a lot of the moves that they make this year and last year and the year before, those moves that we don't know if those moves even happen because now you're focusing around DeAndre. You have to pair DeAndre with a um, with a point guard who can play his his play style, the high pick and roll, um, um roll to the mm-hmm. basket, throw up a lob. Like that's 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 DeAndre's game. That's why he was you know dogging and was an all star with CP3 because you know it was Lob City. So it's like if he goes to Dallas, do you think that Dallas? I'm pretty sure Mark Cuban. Would, Will spend the money and put the right pieces around DeAndre Jordan, but it's like just, just to think that yo, you literally had one foot out 
of LA and now you're locked into a contract where now it's up to them where they want to send you it's not where you want to go it's where they where they, they can send you and get the most because Detroit gave up a lot for Blake Griffin Tobias Yo, then, huh, Bobad Avery boy, Bradley I was, and draft I was picks. surprised I was surprised. I was like, yo, the, the winners in this is definitely the Clippers because, you know, along with them moving Blake Griffin, you know, the, the Pistons pick up his contract as well so they don't have to pay Blake Griffin no more. That's the Pistons' responsibility. And they get a solid piece. I like Tobias Harris because I think he's one of those players that could fit on any team. He's not that all-star. You're maybe in his career, you probably get maybe like one or two all-stars on his whole career. Uh-huh. But he's one of those people that you could put on any team. And he gives you everything. He he could, he could play defense. He could put the ball in the basket. He's not uh, uh, the best scorer, but you could count on him to give you at least 15 points. He could play defense. He's going to hustle. He's going to rebound. He's going to do all the little things that, you know, what you're looking for in, in, a, in a team. Like, you have the two stars. You have put Tobias Harris there. He's going to come off the bench. Or, like, one of the um other starters who just grind and hustle for you. Perfect fit. Then you got Avery Bradley, who's still, unless he catches the Ronald disease where he stops playing defense because he left Boston, you know, he's still going to be, he's still a good defensive player. And, you know, his, his jump shot has improved. He's making threes. He got a better mid-range shot. Then you got a big man. Then you got two draft picks building for the future. And it's like, why would you give up all that for Blake Griffin? Like, yes, Blake Griffin, he's going to put butts in seats. He might, you know, make you get more people in the arena. But the man's been injury prone. Uh, you don't really know what you're going to get from him. Sometimes you see his jump shot is good. Sometimes he go he reverts back to just trying to dunk all day. You don't know what you're going to get from him. You're taking a huge risk. And I understand you might be, you know, pairing him up with uh, Andre Drummond. But besides that, like, what what's, what, what's going on with Reggie Jackson? If I'm wrong, if Reggie Jackson is on that team, I apologize because I don't watch Pistons games like that. That was who's, the who's, first who's the other question that I was going to ask. Is it's like You have Drummond and you have Blake Griffin, but who's getting them the ball? Because you know, if, if Reggie Jackson's on that team, I haven't heard from him since the since he first came on that team two years ago. Because after that first year, after that, what was it like the first the first year he was there, he was making noise. After that, yeah. never heard from him again. So it's like, what's going on? So now you got these two people who 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 are big men who need somebody to set them up. Yeah, you tell. I mean, Blake Griffin could somewhat handle the ball, but are you really going to give him the ball to dribble down the field like that? You know, you don't give him that much power and responsibility. That makes no sense. Yeah, it makes no sense. The only person who's happy right now is Stan Van Gundy because he's going to figure out a way to make them a playoff team this year. There's no way they have oh, Blake yeah, Griffin and Andre he's one, he's one of the better like, coaches, even though he doesn't get that much uh, respect. This is literally – all right, all right, all right. Let me catch myself before I make an outlandish statement because I was getting ready to say this is kind of similar to last year when AD – was paired up with Boogie, but <laughs> Blake and Drummond is not AD or Boogie, so I would never dare make that comparison. But that was like that was the vibe that I was getting. I'm like, Yo, you got two bigs. It's kind of like they got their own twin towers, even though Blake doesn't play like a big, you know, but he still plays the four position. So yeah, Blake Blake goes back and forth. Sometimes he wants to play post move back to the basket. Sometimes he wants to take a jump shot. Sometimes he just want to just take be high fly like he first came in. He, you don't know what you're going to really get out of Blake. He always like mixes it up too much. Yeah. And DeAndre Drummond, I mean, I said DeAndre Drummond. I apologize. Andre Drummond, he's known as you know he could play that defense and he's getting he got somewhat little post moves, but the Pistons haven't been really in the limelight, so you don't really know what he's really doing right now. He hasn't hasn't been making no noise. <laughs> Yo, I'm sorry, but that legit sounds like a real player. 
DeAndre Drummond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, yo, what I'm like, what player is that? They, when you said my bad, I was like, yo, <laughs> that could really pass as a real player. Like, yeah, DeAndre Drummond averages like, it sounds real. It sounds real. Cause, Cause you, I'm sure he's still getting the double doubles with the rebounds and the points. He has yeah. to be because he's the star and there's nobody really else. Man, all I know is this is this is sad that besides the All Star game lineup, this is probably the most news that the NBA had since the Kyrie trade. Honestly, like the NBA's yeah. been having like a slow season. We just waiting for the playoffs. And then the fights, the fights and, that was going on two Celtics. weeks ago. Yeah, you know it's 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 it's, it's an interesting thing. But um, Detroit played the Cavaliers. Do, do you think Blake is yeah, gonna make his debut? Tonight. Yeah, tonight. Well, for, 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 for um, those well, listening, I mean, it's Tuesday, I be- but you know, it's not going <laughs> to be uploaded on Tuesday. But you know, right now it's currently Tuesday. Wow! I mean, I, be- I believe Andre he Drummond. Breaking news: Andre Drummond is going. It's ironic that we were just talking about these people, and Andre Drummond is breaking news. He will replace John Wall in the All Star game. That is some Mickey Mouse bull. You oh. <laughs> I just realized it. It was the Eastern, yeah. So my pick didn't even make no sense, because you have to replace an Eastern star, uh, Eastern player with an Eastern player. Yeah. Because I just realized it. Because I'm, so I'm over here saying Lou Will, saying Lou Will, spot. and I just realized that yeah, East East has to replace East. Oh wow, that's that makes sense. Yeah, this is this is the reason why I don't work for the NBA. Because I've been making mistakes <laughs> like that. They'll be like, um, why is Lou Will here? Does he play for the East? Uh, oh shit, my bad. It's, it's <laughs> only his only his second career All Star start as well. Well, I mean, it's also his second All Star game. I want. I don't want to say start. Game, yeah, but like, yeah, man, the NBA season been interesting. Like, kind of interesting, but like, this is probably like, the most news that we heard like since since the fighting like two weeks ago. But also after the trade came out with um, Avery Bradley, yo, um, they they dropped a report saying that the Lakers were offering Jordan Clarkson for Avery Bradley and Stan Van Gundy was like, nah. I'm good. I'm, I'm, See, I'm I don't. I don't. I don't know why y'all, y'all, y'all trying to get rid of all these people. I like Yo, Jordan Clarkson as a player, man. And I, I don't and I like, understand. I like, you know, Ice Water was my right guy. Now, I liked man. him. I liked him on the him and Jordan Clarkson on the Lakers. There was a good one-two punch. Yeah, they definitely. But you was. know, y'all making y'all moves, so you know. See what 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 I don't understand is why do they want to get rid of Clarkson? As if Clarkson, he's been dogging the past few games. Yes, Kuzma and Ingram are the future, because Kuzma. The Nets are like they're stupid for giving him up, um, in the um, in the in the Brook Lopez trade. Like you guys were dumb for giving him up. Like Kuzma is a dog. Like he he's he, he like low key. If 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 um if 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 minutes permit, he could still that rookie of the year. He he can legit steal that rookie of the year award. Like don't don't sleep on Kuzma. Kuzma's a problem. And mind you, Kuzma's been dogging since since summer league, and no one was talking about it. Like Lonzo had his triple yeah. double, but Kuzma was dogging too. And Kuzma and I'm noticing Luke Luke has slowly been upping his minutes, game by game, been upping his minutes. Eventually, that's what you got He's gonna find his yo. He's he's either gonna be an unsung hero off the bench. Or eventually he's gonna be in the starting lineup. Like it's real crazy right now. It's real, real crazy. I mean, I think that I think the piece that you guys are really like, really like willing to move is Randall. 
because you got Larry Nance and you got you got a good young squad. I mean, you're talking about the future of um and Kuzma and Ingram, but the whole team is relatively young. Yes, it's so a it's real like good team, man. the only thing that you'll be really missing now is like get rid if you get rid of Brook Lopez and get another big who who kind of stretch the floor but be still play like play like a big up like how old school Laker bigs used to play, then you'll be good. So that's and then you just just like give it like I would say maybe two and a half three years. But and the then thing y'all, is, y'all be solid. We still need a solid. Um, we do. We do need a solid uh, free agent to sign because it looks like Paul George won't be signing with us anymore because he's talking how. And you know what? I no, you don't say that because you remember when when Paul George was like, "Yo, I'm staying in Indiana." Two weeks later, I want to leave Indiana. <laughs> so you know, it could be that same. It could be that same rope dope. Yeah, but the thing is, the OKC gives him a better opportunity because if he comes to the Lakers. <laughs> Unless we get another big name, it's gonna take like a, a good two years. And 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 like I understand everyone say, "Oh, LeBron might go to L.A." As a Lakers fan, I don't want LeBron in L.A. I do not. I don't want him in L.A. I don't want him playing for my team. It's because LeBron's been a rival, like since 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 he came into the league, you know. So it's like, nah, I don't want him playing playing in purple and gold. Like, finish your career in Cleveland or go somewhere else. And continue your legacy because I, I don't want to see you in LA. I don't care how many houses or how long you stay in LA. I don't care. <laughs> like, nah, stay away from the Lakers, fam. We don't want you over here. Uh, oh, the I, 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 I think other 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 Lakers fans might say I mean, you probably you don't want him over there, but you know I know another other Lakers fan that be like yo for LeBron. I'm like yo, you know LeBron's not really gonna. I like the two teams that I think he will stay away from will be the Lakers and the Bulls because of Jordan and Kobe. Yeah, it's too, it's too much you of know. a legacy to like have to follow. Like nah, man, you gonna come to LA and put a super team together? You don't win, and Kobe won with Josh Powell. Like nah, man. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't make moves like that, man. But yo, what you got in store for us next, man? Um, you know, we could now since we basically took care of all the the NBA highlights. You know, we could move on to the the big story right now, the upcoming game on Sunday, the Super Bowl. Oh, you know, the uh, Patriots, oh, man. or I Hold should on. say, the Quick Eagles question. versus the Patriots. Um, what what network is is broadcasting the Super Bowl? What network? I'm I, actually I'm not sure. I think it's is it ABC? ABC? Uh, no, ABC it's not. ABC. I mean M- NBC, 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 NBC. Right. Is it NBC? M- NBC has it. All right, hold on. I have to. I have to. I, we, we, if we're gonna start this this topic, we're gonna have to do this correct. All right. Let me let me throw in the music. All right. You can begin. Let's start talking about the Super Bowl. <laughs> So I think the big game that's going to come on this weekend is a Super Bowl. I believe it is the Eagles versus the Patriots. Um, I believe it's on NBC. If I'm if I'm wrong, if it's not on NBC, it will probably be on CBS or maybe Fox. But nah, it's one, it's nah, one of those nah, three nah. I, I know for a fact it's not Fox because I think Fox had it the year. I think Fox had it last year, and I think CBS had it two years ago. So it should be NBC if I'm not mistaken. But of course, um, I forgot who said this. Somebody said, "Do your googles." I'm about to do my googles right now. But you can continue. <laughs> it sounds like one of your childrens that that you be that you that yeah. you working with so saying with search <laughs> your googles. Search your googles. But yep, it's on NBC. You are correct. And because I would have yes. been tight, because right now the NBC, the NFL on NBC music is playing in the background, and I would be tight if I was playing this, and it wasn't on NBC, but I, it was indeed on NBC. And um, yo. 
it's going to be an interesting game because I'm not going to ride off the Eagles as if like, oh, you know, we're going to This is a rematch. Them. It's like it's the only tip of one person that's still there is Belichick and Brady. Everything else is pretty much this, this after that. Everything else is different. Yeah, everything else is different, man. So like, uh, like honestly, I don't trust Nick Foles in the Super Bowl, but every Super Bowl for some reason there's a miracle catch. So I wouldn't put it past him for throwing a miracle catch in this game. I just hope that we could, part of me, we could put the Eagles away where it's not a close game. Because after that roller, that emotional roller coaster, I dealt with the Seahawks one when when Curse caught the that pass in between his feet. Last year being down 28 to 3 and everybody bombarded my phone and sending me text messages about my team, like and tagging me in every meme. That you could ever even think of Yo, I just want a nice game Where Bill Belichick goes in Dissects This team And puts him to rest That's it, that's all I want That's all I want That's all I ask for Listen, if 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 it happens the way you say it With those miracle catches and miracle plays What the Eagles should do That the past two Opponents from the Patriots didn't do is don't get too excited, don't get too full of yourself, don't get too big-headed and just think too, don't, don't think too much. Of course. Just finish the game off. The, the, the Seahawks, the O-line had momentum, Marshall Lynch had momentum. Yeah, you know you what? Let's give it to Russell line, Wilson. Yeah, I don't know. Let's I, give it to Russell know, Wilson. I, Let me I, throw I a pick. And the Patriots came out shown with, with more defensive backs than linebacks and D-line. Why would you pass the ball? I don't know. I mean, I mean, I never played football, so I don't know. You know, that this just seems like the smart thing to do. We'll be running the ball. Wow. Wow. <laughs> then, then the then the last year Super Bowl, you up, you know, you you in field goal range. And you got you got you you barely got yours on the first time you ran. You know what? Let me let me drop back and then do it and get sacked and you know strip sack. Now the Patriots got momentum. I know you in the red zone. You up by these points. Don't do too much. Just keep keep it. Just keep it simple. Take your points and just keep playing football. So if the Eagles are in a position like that, don't get too don't get too flabbergasted, don't get too over your heads. Keep it simple and just get your points. Because if you do something stupid, then the Patriots are going to come back. All right. So yeah, we talking about the Super Bowl, but let's go back a little bit. Let's go back to the conference championship real quick. So right. One thing that I have to say about that NFC championship. That game was a prime example. Of what happens when a lucky play happens in that football game and a team escapes with a victory. And they always say, oh, if, if this team played each other um, 10 times, 9 out of 10 times, the right team is going to win, right? So, mm-hmm. literally, like, I understand, like, I'm still bitter because it's the 10-year anniversary since, you know, going 18-1 and against the Giants. But... The Vikings proved that the Saints were clearly the better team. And you guys won off oh, yeah. of bad coverage because they went into Philadelphia and laid a stinker. Yes, they striked first. Indeed, they striked first. But after that, they got their asses handed to them. And it's like, I'm watching the yeah, game. I'm like, yo, you guys are not even supposed to even be this game right now. And I know the Saints are at home like, yo, this should be us going against the Eagles because we're clearly the better team. And it's like, it's, I, I'm not saying it's unfair, but. Of course, it's any given Sunday that anything can happen. But it's like that that clearly mm-hmm. shows you that the Vikings were not a better team to beat the Saints. And it goes back to the, a lot of teams who win by miracles, like when Tim Tebow beat the Steelers in overtime. 
That, that, uh, 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 was it overtime? I think it was overtime. Yeah, it was yeah. overtime. So, so when Tim Tebow beat the Steelers, Tim Tebow wasn't necessarily the better team. Him and the Broncos did not have a better team because remember, the following week they went to the Wiggly, they got destroyed in the playoffs. So it's like sometimes, you know, you get shocked. The same thing with the Giants. Yes, yes, they had Tom Brady on his ass, but if that miracle catch doesn't happen, the, the Patriots are, are Super Bowl champions. The same thing with the um, the the 49ers versus the, the, the Ravens, you know? The 49ers was one play away from winning that Super Bowl. And it's like, yo, it's those little things that, of course, this is why we love football is because these things happen and, you know, it's any given Sunday. But it's like, yo, no one sees the follow-up game. Usually it's the Super Bowl where stuff like that happens and no one sees the follow-up game. This year, we were awarded the benefit of seeing the follow-up game. Oh, the miracle catch by Stephon Diggs and the blown coverage by Marquise Williams. And he was able to run it in for a touchdown. The following week, you guys get destroyed because that—that's the honestly, that's the reality of teams that win by lucky, like like by lucky plays. Because the following week, you will get exposed if you're if you're clearly not the better team, you will clearly get exposed the following week. Yeah, because they showed that themselves. Because you know how they they did strike first against the Saints. And the Saints basically picked them apart during the second half, and they made a comeback. So the Eagles pretty much pulled the Cam Newton. They was like, oh, well, we're watching film. So we've seen all the, all the mistakes that you made. We figured out how to beat you. And then that game came on, what was it, two weeks ago? And the Eagles just had a riot with the, on, the, um, on the Vikings. And it was really embarrassing to watch. I was like, good Lord, y'all couldn't really – they couldn't do anything. Yeah, man. The defense like, was getting I was exposed. Not, I, I was the not getting no momentum. Yeah. I was like, wow. It was it was honestly it was a horrible game. And it's like it goes back to the point that I made before. This is what happens when a team gets a lucky win. The following week they got exposed. You clearly was not the better team. Yeah, you were the second seed in the NFC, but huh, you didn't look like it. You didn't play like it. And the Saints could have easily took care of that. It, you know, honestly, it could have easily be Patriots versus Saints right now. That's the Super Bowl. That would have had everyone talking. You got elite quarterback versus elite quarterback. What? I would love to see that, man. Because either way, I wouldn't be upset. Of course, I'm rooting for my Patriots, but I also respect Drew Brees. So, like that outcome, like, I, like I'll be happy either way, honestly. You're absolutely right on that one. It would have been one of those shootout games where it would probably been like another broken record of passing yards in the Super Bowl. Yep. Yo, honestly, I'm pretty sure both quarterbacks would have threw for 400 yards because Breeze was going to sling it. Because it would have been bombs away. They have the, the, the two-headed monster in Ingram and, 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 and Kumara. Then on top of that, you got Michael Thomas, who, uh, um, Michael Thomas, who was lights out as – as a receiver, like that is instant offense. It's instant offense in New Orleans. So it, it literally would have been a chess game between Sean Payton and Bill Belichick. And you already know the last time the Saints were in the Super Bowl, they pulled that stunt against the Colts fresh out of halftime. Yo, we got an onside kick that bitch. Yo, like, <laughs> come on, man. Like, yo, I was rooting for that Super Bowl. I wanted to see the Saints win, man. And the Vikings, the Vikings, you know, stopped them, of course. But the Vikings laid an egg themselves. Because honestly, I don't see, I don't see the Eagles doing that to the Saints. Because the Saints' defense, like we spoke about it numerous times th- throughout the season, this is probably the best defense since uh, Bounty Gate that um, Sean Payton had. 
and they the defense got better and better as weeks went on along with their streak the defense just got better so hopefully they can continue next year but you know with the Saints you can kind of not really expect that because you know the Saints is really offense heavy and they worry about the defense later on but maybe and they might change something because you know Drew Brees getting up there in age so it's like to get to if we want one more with Brees we got to do something with the defense that's the defense side of the ball so also the AFC championship game man um there was a lot of controversy on that game man I mean Say say, say say what you want, but apparently the Jaguars are sticking with Blake Bortles because the report came out today that they, they, they said they was going to stick with them. Yo, this is Denver 2.0, yo. Legit, like, I, it's Denver 2.0. I figured, I figured this would have happened. This is why I'm saying this because um, his, for his rookie year, you know, you couldn't really do it for his rookie year because he, he didn't really have nothing. Last year, he kind of stuck it up. This year, he was half and half. So, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing they're going basically giving them one more year to see which big balls they're going to get next year. This is the big balls that was winning the game. Is that they good? They, they want to see if he's either going to regress or progress. And if he, if he regresses next year, that's when they're going to let him lose. Because it, it, it's kind of kind of fair that way because you don't know which big balls you're going to get. So, you give them one more chance to see which one you, if you really want to change, turn the page, and then become one of the better quarterbacks. So, you want to regress and say the same, but we don't know. Where you would want to get. It's basically like um, a Ryan Fitzpatrick situation. You remember when Ryan Fitzpatrick for the Bills? Yeah. His contract hit. He played phenomenal. Got his money. Then he started playing trash. Then he went to the Jets, played phenomenal. And then now the year he laid an egg. So it's kind of, they kind of win and see, like, what, 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 what are we going to get? Are you going to play good or are you going to lay an egg? And if you lay an egg, that's when we move on. But if you play good again, they, they look like Jesus. They look like, like we can't really make the right choice. See, I have a problem with that. Some fact that. Um, you know how hard it is for them to even get back in that position next year. Like, if the Jack, if, the, if the Jacksonville Jaguars really think, oh, with Blake Bortles, yeah, we have that defense, but with Blake Bortles, we'll be in another AFC Championships. No, the hell y'all not. It all depends on how he, all depends on what he learns from this year and what he brings from the next year. Here's the thing. All the good things that he did in the next year, we could all be like, you're like, that is a genius, keeping him. But the thing is, you know the formula when it comes to winning the Super Bowl. It's, you know, a superb defense. Not Like, you don't need an all-world defense, but they have an all-world defense. And you need a good quarterback, not like a good quarterback approaching great to get you over the hump. And look like look at the quarterbacks that are available. Go after those quarterbacks. So you're telling me you'd rather choose Blake Bortles over Kirk Cousins? Like are like are like are you kidding me? Like if Kirk Cousins plays on the Jaguars, of course you know we don't know how the game is gonna turn out as far as um the Patriots versus Jaguars. But that run, like I'm pretty sure he would able to like uh, Kirk Cousins w- would be able to make that run and do better because look look at the Bills versus the Jaguar um, Jaguar game. You really think that mm-hmm. Kirk Cousins is only going to score, what, what What was it, like 10 points Um, they had? It was like 10 to 3, like like a, a 10 to 6. Like it was a low-scoring game in the wild-card matchup between the Bills and the um, Jaguars. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
question let's let's jump back to the Super Bowl before we make our picks who do you think on each team who do you think who's gonna be the x-factor somebody and w- when I say x-factor of course most people are gonna go oh it's gonna be Gronk oh it's gonna be um probably Zach Ertz or something so, like give me an x-factor that no one's gonna no one's gonna guess like remember last year for the Patriots it was James White so, who do you yeah. think on the Patriots team and on the Eagles team that's going to be the unsung hero that no one expected to um um, um to ball out, and they're going to be the X factor and help 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 each team get over the hump? Um, um, do you guys still have that receiver Thompson, or is he is he hurt? You talking about Cambrell Tompkins? Yeah, Tompkins. Nah, man. say Aguilar mm-hmm. um, I'll pick him as the X factor I feel like um, we're gonna stop I, I feel like the Patriots are gonna stop um, Jay and stuff to run and and I feel like they're gonna force Nick Foles to, to make throws that you know he, 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 he wouldn't usually make and I feel like Aguilar might step up like I know Alshon Jeffries there too but I feel like cuz Aguilar had a pretty good season I feel like Aguilar might be their uh, their unsung hero. Like, like I can see him beat the coverage for like a, a, a freaking sixty yard reception for a touchdown. Like, like I can see it happening. So I would say Aguilar, and on the Patriots side, I would say the person who's been injured a lot and no one has been, you know, like he hasn't been productive just, uh, like towards the back end of the season. I would go with Chris Hogan. I'm going with Chris Hogan because I feel like Chris Hogan, um, Belichick is probably going to put him in a role, kind of like a an Edelman esque type role, like 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 last year, so he could fill in that role, and um, mm-hmm. hopefully he's healthy enough where he can fulfill that 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 um that role. But I would say Chris Hogan, man. I'm like, look out for Chris Hogan because everyone's going to have their eyes on Gronk. Everyone's going to be um, have their eyes on Deion Lewis and James White and and Burkhead. So look out. 
definitely look out for Chris Hogan because I feel like he could slip under the radar and catch you slipping in coverage. Yeah, that that makes sense. That makes sense. I, I like that. I like that under the X Factor pick. So now, before we go, it's time for the Super Bowl picks. We need a pick and we need a score. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Right, right, right on the spot, bro. Right on the spot. Let's go. I um, even though I I, I always go against them, I don't think that they're going to lose to a backup quarterback. And I think that the defense might, you know, might be a little bit. They might come out like excited, but then they might end up being flat. So I'm giving it to the Patriots. Because <sighs> I want to see. Because I wanted to be a good game. I'm gonna go Patriots 24-20. Okay, okay, not bad, not bad. Of course, you know I'm a Patriots fan, so I'm definitely going with the Patriots. I want to see um, Tom Brady go for that sixth ring. You know, so move on with Michael Jordan. Hello, Tom Brady. Um, I would say the score, literally, I literally had that same, the Patriots score, I had that same score. Like, I feel like they'll score at least three touchdowns and a field goal. Like, so, I, I, well, I can't pick the same number as you, so I have to tweak it a little bit. So, I will go 27. I will go 27... I will go 27. I'm trying to think. Shoot. Uh, now, now I'm overthinking it. I would say 27 to 21. I'll give okay. I'll, I'll give the Eagles three touchdowns. Cause, All right. Cause, cause, I mean, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. So I'll, I'll go. Because the Super Bowl is always a close game. So I'll go 27 yeah, to 21. These fast Super Bowls, they haven't been low scoring Super Bowls. Everybody has had 21, 20 points or over. So. Yeah. So yeah, so most definitely, I'm I'm, I'm going I'm going 27-21. We're both picking the Patriots. Hopefully, on episode um of the next episode, I will be celebrating. If not, there's gonna be a lot of sad sad violins playing. If, 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 we, if we lose to the Super Bowl, if we lose to the Super Bowl, I mean, man, I'm, I'm this episode 23, you brought up violins. You know, LeBron plays violin too, so I'm just saying. That's crazy. And on that <laughs> we note, all seen the, we all seen the picture in the commercial, so you know. <laughs> work to Porky Pig. That is all, folks. A deep, 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 wow, that's deep, crazy. Deep, deep. That is all, folks. That is all. Uh, Later. That was that was a that was another episode of Jaron Roll Podcast. Uh, hope everyone enjoys the Super Bowl. Make sure. You enjoy your hot wings to the vegans. Enjoy your soy, whatever. The soy, soy stuff. tofu. Soy tofu wings that you guys eat. All right. Uh, enjoy it. Have fun. And, Ro, until next time, bro. Until next time. All right.